This CSM 14 candidate interview is part of a larger series. You can find interviews with many other candidates at talkinginstations.com. This interview of candidate Steve Renokin, a member of Fuzzwork Enterprises, begins as Steve tells Ron about his CSM campaign. All right. I'm here with Steve Ronikin, and I am Ron USMC, and we're going to talk about uh, your very exciting CSM um, campaign, right? So uh, go ahead. That's all you. Uh, hi. Uh, thanks for having me on. Uh, I'm Steve Ronikin. Um This is my seventh run for CSM. Uh, with any luck, it will be the sixth time I get on, um, which is a record, which is a good thing. Um, but although that's not why I'm running. I'm running because I think I still have um, something to provide. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, primarily a third-party candidate for doing third-party development work and making sure that all of that's available. Uh, I also spend all my time pretty much in high sec, so I'm well-grounded with how stuff goes there. Uh, I am not associated with any large group. Uh, it's just me in my alliance, which is vote Steve Renukin for CSM, which is, <laughs> it was done entirely for advertising purposes. Um, That's hilarious, dude. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that was back when the forums showed you alliance as well. So every forum post had that put up on it. Um, yeah, uh, so... Um, I still have stuff to offer because obviously third-party development is constantly ongoing. Uh, HiSec generally doesn't get much of an edge in. Granted, some pe other people who have been on CSM, even from NullSec, do have some HiSec influence and they spend time in HiSec. Uh, like the Wardex stuff, which happened recently, it was fairly wide uh, for the support for that. As mm, There were members who were pushing it who would surprise people. Uh, I don't want to get into who because that's edging close to uh, Code of Conduct breach if they don't want to say. Um, but yeah, uh, I also do industry, uh, so I'm pretty dialed in on all of that. Uh, yeah, uh, that's about it. I, I don't really have anything which I'm explicitly pushing because that's not what the CSM is for. Uh, there aren't any, this change must happen or I am promising this change because that's not how the CSM works. Um, I have to say, I'm always bad at just explaining this kind of stuff. It's, I know what I do on the CSM. I hope that people have seen what I do on the CSM. I've got a reasonable track record now. I don't think anyone has ever said anything particularly bad about me that way. Uh, no leaks, no nothing like that. So, yeah. All right. Well, so uh, I am, you know, Ron Nolsek. Um, where would I have seen some of your third-party development stuff at? Okay. Um, there's a few things I do. Uh, my main site is fuzzwork.co.uk, and there's a bunch of tools on it, like Blueprint Calculator, LP Store stuff, and a bunch of other smaller tools. I also run evebloggers.co.uk, uh, 
or dot com. Can't remember which it is. Uh, it's dot com. Sorry. Um, which is just condensing a bunch of stuff into a single feed. Uh, I also am one of the people who provides uh, copies of the Eve SDE. That's the static data extract to everyone else in a format which they can easily use because it's out as well in what's known as YAML files, which while they're useful, they're not particularly useful to use. Um, the great for conversion from, so I'm really happy they moved to that rather than the my say MS SQL dumps. Uh, but now I'm providing it in a bunch of formats. Um, I'm pretty much everywhere. Uh, obviously not aligned chats, that kind of thing, but forums, Reddit, Tweetflate, all of that stuff. Yeah, I know Fuzz works really well. That's been around for a long time. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I like, you know, it's very, uh, just kind of lots of information, right? It's just that kind of pure kind of, um, thing, you know, one, one thing I guess I would ask is <clears throat> what, like what kind of conversation happens as a CSM third party applicant? You know what I mean? Like with the devs, do you talk about like the back end? Do you talk about like how to get the information, that kind of thing? Uh, it tends to be along the lines of, can we get this please? Uh, or when a new feature is being talked about, I pipe up with, can we get an API for that? Um, to be honest, the third-party stuff is a lot less important than it used to be uh, because uh, the third-party community now has a fair line to talk to uh, members of TechCo. Um, but it's still useful to have some of the behind-the-scenes access to be able to point out before something comes out that we really should get an API for that. Sometimes it happens, sometimes it doesn't. Um, depends how much time they've got to put to it because it can be relatively niche. What about, you know, so like uh, two of the programs that I use, um, you know, as always, Evemon um, and, you know, like JEV assets, um, would you be advocating for, for things for them as well? Or how does that work? Um, definitely. Well, if there is something which they are needing, uh, yes, I would definitely be advocating for that. Uh, unfortunately, I believe Evemon currently has problems. Um uh, partially because of how it's done. Um, it's the migration of that over to the full ESI thing has not gone particularly well. Um, it works, but it's a bit messy how it has to work behind the scenes. But that's always a problem when you've got the major changeover, which happened from the XML API over to Easy. Um, can't believe I just called it Easy. Which is the official name for it, but yeah. Uh, JEV assets. Uh, I talk with the developer for that on a semi-regular basis with the same channels. Uh, I think he's got everything that he's wanting at the moment, but uh, I do know that he's recently tied in uh, my market API for that for providing just general figures. So. Uh, a question would be, um, you know, and this is, you know, sort of like a tough question, right? But, you know, people would say, well, you know, dude, you've already done it, you know, five times. <laughs> like, is, is, could you add more than someone else? Right. And, and what would like your answer to that be? 
Uh, that's one I have been thinking about a lot. I did think whether I should be running this time or not. Um, I think I still have information to give because a lot of uh, what the CSM is for is about feedback for new features which CCP are working on. And there's always new features and there's always a place for someone from HiSec, someone that does industry, third-party people. Um, it, I still think I have uses there. Also, with the fact that I have been on the CSM for as long as I have, people at CCP know me. They know how they know they can talk to me, and I'm reasonably level-headed. Um, it's useful also for when new people coming in, having people who have been there for a reasonable time, just to let them know these are the people you should talk to. This is the kind of approach which works well, and so on. It's institutional knowledge. Yeah, at work we call that a, like tribal knowledge, right? Like it's the only knowledge you can get from you know other team members. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, you know, uh, what are you looking forward to most in the upcoming year? Um. <clears throat> sorry. Um. Eh, there's a few things which I'm looking forward to. Some of which may or may not happen um ccp do tell us about stuff which they are thinking about some of that would be quite good to see coming out but obviously i can't yeah, no, talk you don't, about don't that. feel anything yeah <laughs> yeah uh but there is stuff which had been talked about which may or may not happen if it does happen i will be quite happy uh if it doesn't happen well these things happen there are only so many hours in the day at ccp yeah, and um, I don't think like the 64-bit client would necessarily interfere interfere with like third-party apps or anything. But you know, that's like one thing that I'm really excited about on the technical side. Yeah, yeah, uh, the 64-bit client is a good thing to see coming out. Um, obviously, if everything goes entirely to plan, people should notice pretty much no change. Uh, except in situations where they were running out of memory. Um, like um, in large fleet fights, if you had a crash to desktop, that was likely because you ran out of memory. That happens. Sometimes happens in some other places. Some of the larger industry people ha um, have some problems with that. Uh, they are the really big ones, though. Well, uh, I get well. So this is like, I guess, my last question for you. And if you have anything else, um, you know, absolutely. But you know, one thing I always uh, thought would be cool, and I think it used to be, but there was a framework that you could build in-game apps. If I remember right, there was like Eve Radio or something like a long time ago, or maybe no, maybe that was part of the client, and that was eventually gotten rid of. But I always thought that that would be kind of cool. You know, maybe if you could build you know, something, you know, that, that was actually part of the client or something. Which, yeah. what, do you, what do you think about something like that? Um, it would be interesting, but it is dangerous if it can make changes to the client, uh, because obviously that opens up the possibility for bots in a far worse way than we have at the mm. moment. Yeah, uh, what you're thinking of probably was uh, the browser integration, which was there. So there was an embedded browser in the client, and you mm -hmm. couldn't make it do stuff. Uh, right. You can actually, with ESI, do some things to the client, uh, like open up some windows and that kind of thing. Uh, 
Um, like it's possible to, for example, I think it happens with the Mutoplasmids dot uh, space site. I think that's mm-hmm. the name. Uh, it's a contract site where you can see all the contracts with the various mutated modules in it. Uh, and you can click a button there, and I'm pretty sure you can get it to actually open up the contract in-game, so you don't have to then search for it. It's just a click, and it's open. Um, there's a few things which do that. Obviously, that's a place where we've got to be very careful um, just to make sure that you don't go, and this third-party app is absolutely required to play at some level. Oh. Yeah, that's something yeah, that's we want to be really careful to avoid. But there's always space for some functionality of third-party apps to be fully brought into the game, and just to have the third-party app being the wider scope, ghost fitting being a great example of that. Because for very basic usage, it means you don't need something like Pyfer. But Pyfer still gives you far more options available. All right. You know, you brought up a good point. All right, so now this is my final question. But uh, so... And and I don't know if I'm going to put this uh, right, but so I was talking to someone um, and they were working with a couple of developers and they were building a, um, a kind of like a wallet watcher. And basically the idea was this. The idea is you can, you know, have a really good inkling of bots by their ticks. Right, their ticks are very, you know, um, you know, predictable and steady, and this and that. And human players are, you know, up and down, up and down, based on whatever. So, but one of the problems that he was having, or his team was having, was, you know, they could only make like five hundred calls or something every X amount of time, and, you know, would like that kind of thing? Would you be? You would be the like the CSM guy that would be representing like that type of thing, right? You Would you interface with them and then take their concerns to the devs or how would that work? Uh, yeah. In, in fully, if they want to talk to me, I can then take something to the devs or to be honest, for some of this stuff, they can talk to the devs themselves. There's a very, very uh, active ESI channel. Um, I would more be getting involved when one of the places is the devs uh, who deal with the API, uh, that's Team Techco. They don't make uh, game design decisions. They talk to um, the game designers for that to get their input. And I can help interface at that point to put arguments across. Um, it, there's, it's slightly easier to make some arguments when you are effectively behind the curtain. But yes, I'm fully happy for people to come and talk to me about stuff which they don't necessarily want public. Great. Um, Well, that was all the questions I had. Um, Is there anything uh, you want to kind of close out on? Uh, Nothing is immediately coming to mind. I always hate that kind of question. Yeah. Well, if it, this was like the Tonight Show, I'd be like, what are you promoting? Where are you at? What clubs are you playing? <laughs> yeah. Um, I am not great at self-promotion, uh, which is why I do things like have my alliance name. Um, but yeah, um, nothing is coming to mind, I'm afraid. 
No, that sounds great, man. Well, uh, you know, we wish you very, uh, you know, good luck on the CSM campaign, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Thank you.